Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, back in our cozy hotel room here in LA to bring you all the ups and downs from Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. That is right, Simon Miller has entrusted me with the finger of power so let's up those downs for the super card of honor and before we dive into the main card i should say congratulations uh for the winners on zero hour they were jeff cobb kanoshke takeshta easy for me to say willow nightingale and Stu grayson uh but the big story i suppose from zero hour was the return of nigel mcginnis to commentary uh, the main card started though with commander challenging el hijo del vikingo for the Triple Eight Mega Championship. And I, I've got to start off straight away with an apology to you guys and to Simon Miller. Because I really promised myself of my first ups and downs I was going to try. I was going to make vast amounts of notes of everything that happened in all the matches. And I gave up two minutes into this match because it was just so bloody ridiculous. They are insanely talented high flyers, these guys. Um, I just... Destroyer on the apron. That's just a casual note I wrote a few minutes into this match. There was a super Canadian destroyer from these guys. Um, every chance that they got, they were running and jumping off the ropes at ridiculous heights and angles and flipping and then contorting themselves in the air. Um, all caps as well. One of the notes I've written to myself here. The table didn't break. Yes, it was a. It was not an American table, let's, let's say, that they were using at ringside because... El Hijo did the spot that he did against Kenny Omega very recently on Dynamite. But, uh, yeah, Commander just basically took all of it. Uh, Vikingo retained the AAA Mega Championship via a 6.30. This was just jaw-dropping stuff from beginning to end. And I know this is my first ups and downs. And I know I'm still just sort of getting my foot in the door for presenting this. But bollocks, I don't know what the rules are. I'm going to make my own ones up. This doesn't just get an up. It gets a golden up. It was an absolutely brilliant, sensational opener. And I have not done it anywhere near enough justice. Go and watch this. You will be thoroughly entertained. A brilliant start to the evening. Uh, it was followed by the tri uh, the six-man tag titles, I should say, for Ring of Honor. Um, obviously held by the embassy. They were being challenged by AR Fox, Blake Christian, uh, no, Blake Christian and Metalik. And I've got to say, I was kind of thrown by this match because we were sort of getting into it and, you know, the likes of Blake Christian, Metalik and obviously AR Fox are brilliantly talented high flyers as well in a tough spot following Commander and uh, Vikingo's match. And, yeah, the story was basically, although 
Brian Cage can do some ridiculous things for a man his size. The big guys in the embassy kept having to try and cut off the littler guys because, well, they were just flipping and jumping around a little bit too much. Is it getting darker in here or is it me? It feels like the light's fading and I might be falling asleep. The light is definitely fading. Thank you, Adam Nicholas. But okay, we'll carry on regardless. Um, yeah, and I think I think a lot of people assumed that... Ah, okay. A lot of people assumed that um, the embassy were going to be losing this match because I think a lot of people assumed that Brian Cage was on his way out, there we go, of Ring of Honor. And therefore, the finish kind of took me by surprise. The embassy cut off Blake Christian's... Blake Christian, easy again for me to say, and just straight up murdered him. Uh, and in the end just hit all their big moves on Metalik to retain the uh, six-man tag titles. This match, of course, gets an up. As I said, it was a bit of a difficult spot to be in for the High Flyers because you're always going to look worse coming after Commander and Vikingo. Uh, Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki for the ROH Women's Championship. Kane's next. I think there was a bit of not necessarily miscommunication for this match, more just they didn't seem to be on the same page throughout this but they managed to pull it together in the end um athena was sort of toying with her opponent and toying with the crowd she just loves beating people up she really hammered that home on the press conference afterwards as well um yuka hit a really nice big dive off the entrance ramp to get back into it um but as yuka was setting up to come off the ropes um athena utilized the ref Got, got, him, got him in the way, basically. Got Yuka distracted and then hit a brilliant-looking... Is it still called the Eclipse? Whatever the Eclipse is called nowadays. Yep. With uh, with Yuka sort of still in the ropes to get the 1-2-3 and retain the ROH Women's Championship. That gets it up as well. Um, like I say, it was... It wasn't the match I was hoping that they could pull off. But they nevertheless really managed to ex execute that finish. And, uh, yeah, Athena rolls on just kicking ass, basically. Um, bit of a surprising result came next. It was the ROH TV title. It was Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe. Um, sort of very emotional, very charged match this, of course. And I think a lot of people thought, there's, well, there's only going to be one result here because, you know, you're not going to have Mark Briscoe build up to this with all the stuff that's gone on with him over the past few months and not having beat Samoa Joe, but that is actually what happened. Um, I did like the, the chop battle early on between the two of them where they just needed them held back. Um, Joe got a chair, so Mark Briscoe got a table. Um, there was a, a powerbomb into a submission, and Mark Briscoe scratched and clawed his way and managed to get to the ropes there. Um, a really nice near fall uh, that got all of us, uh, myself and Adam Nicholas included, uh, with the two count after this huge lariat from Samoa Joe. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of went, okay, I can kind of see where this match is going. Mark Briscoe goes up top, he hits the froggy bow, he gets the two count, and you go, yeah, that makes sense. That's the two count. The J Driller is going to be the three count. But... Joe snatched Mark Briscoe uh, up with uh, a choke and just kept fighting for it. And in the end, you know, it's one of those ones where you know once he gets him down to the floor with the coquina clutch, Mark Briscoe can't really go anywhere. And uh, referee stoppage means that uh, Samoa Joe retains the TV title. I don't want to give this a down because I'm disappointed that my guy didn't win, basically, because I thought they worked a brilliant match. And I can... 
hopefully see where this is going. Uh, Briscoe said himself in the in the press conference, he's he's not done with Samoa Joe. Me and Nicholas were speculating about whether he loses this to eventually win the even bigger title of the, the World Championship. I'm not going to give this a down, of course, but it was a weirdly sort of deflating experience, although it was immediately then salvaged by this incredibly emotional response from the crowd. You got the, the reaction when he came out there. Everyone in the arena was standing. And then um, after the match, Joe celebrates, but then Joe leaves Briscoe to have that moment with his his friends and his family and this adoring Ring of Honor crowd. Um, yeah, I suppose we, we hold this for another day. There was a, a lovely line from Mark Briscoe in the, in the press conference afterwards as well. Uh, where he talks about Jay being with him still uh, in spirit. And uh, he said, you know, he's he's got the best life right now. I worked uh, Samoa Joe tonight and uh, Jay worked Eddie Guerrero, which I thought was just a, a really lovely moment. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, we move on to Daniel Garcia versus Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, a match I didn't even realize was happening until about two days before this show. And uh, it was ridiculous um, to see Tanahashi in the flesh. I've never been lucky enough to have that before. And Daniel Garcia the sports entertainer that he is, despite the protestations from the crowd, he used basically every trick in the book um, and at one point got some major heat by channeling one Shinsuke Nakamura doing his pose up in the ropes um, and uh, going after the, the legs, basically, of Tanahashi. But Tanahashi is a, is a wise old wrestler in there and he fought through um, and in the end... Uh, hit a huge frog splash onto uh, onto Daniel Garcia to get himself the one two three in this match. Another up for that one is a very positive show. This it just rolled on really well as the light continues to fade here in this hotel room. We'll power on through because next it was time to reach for the scar boy. The ladder match for the Ring of Honor tag titles. Um, 
some some fantastic performances from from everyone involved in this. Obviously, the overarching story coming out of the back of this is is kind of twofold. And I don't want to dismiss the fact that the Lucha Bros are tag team champions because they more than earned it in this match. Um, but first and foremost, from all of us here at What Culture Wrestling, our thoughts go out to, to Dante Martin, a horrific injury in this match. And uh, we hope he gets well soon. You've no doubt seen this all over the internet. Um, just a really unlucky time um, for, for Dante and for, for Top Flight on the whole. It feels like whenever they start getting a bit of a head of steam up, something happens to, to one of them. And unfortunately, it's, it's Dante this time. But let's run through um, some of the big spots in this match. Um, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven getting busted open by Aussie Oz, Open after they were slammed on the ramp halfway through this match. Um, yeah, all the lads just desperately trying to sort of outdo each other with high-flying moves and just clobbering into each other with ladders that, yeah, have absolutely no give. Um, there was a Poison Rana and a Destroyer combination on the Lucha Bros to, to take them out of the match early on. Um, <laughs> I did like the spot as well where uh, Roosh and Mike Bennett were set up in the middle of the ring. They were they're climbing up the ladder and they realized what was happening between the two of them. So they both agreed to climb back down, move the ladder to one side and fight it out like gentlemen rather than, you know, risking falling off these ladders. Um, and then there was loads of spots with the ladder bridges that had been set up, uh, not just in the ring, but out off the apron into the crowd. Uh, Taven um, and uh, Darius Martin, was a, there was a Spanish fly off a ladder bridge there. Darius then got back up immediately to get slammed into a ladder bridge on the outside by Aussie Open. Uh, Drillistico uh, got splashed through a ladder bridge by uh, Matt Taven. Um, good, really good pop, actually, when Alex Abrahantes and Jose the Assistant got into it. Um, and then came the spot that was, you know, the the big thing that had been planned, it had been uh, out there for some time, these four tables stacked uh, on top of each other and alongside each other, and we wondered who on earth was going to have to take that. It was combined with a ladder and then a ladder bridge onto the top rope, um, and you had members, both members of the Lucha Bros fighting out, and I believe both members of Top Flight were involved in it. In the end, though, it was uh, Penta hitting a Canadian destroyer off the ladder bridge through the four tables, which looked ridiculous in the moment but obviously unfortunately led to that uh, awful injury to Dante Martin get well soon once again um, in the end Ray Phoenix uh, knocked Taven and Bennett into ladders as they were climbing up the other ladders uh, and he they grabbed he grabbed the belts and um, quite rightly, the Lucha Bros are your new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Out came Mark Briscoe to celebrate with them afterwards, as did a returning to Ring of Honor, FTR. So it was all nice and, and well between, between everyone there and hugs and uh, just an incredible yet again show of emotion for, for Mark Briscoe and obviously the legacy that the Briscoe brothers have with these tag titles. But uh, it'll be intriguing to see what happens with FTR if they are heading back to do more Ring of Honor stuff. Obviously, they've got a huge match coming up uh, in AEW involving the guns very soon as well. But naturally, um, I'm not going to give the match a down for, for an injury. These things happen and... Um, it would be harsh to, to say that as, as well because everyone just really put their bodies on the line for this one. And uh, yeah, I think it was it was a match that everyone really enjoyed and uh, I have no doubt they did the, the Briscoe name proud by what they put on in this performance. 
Then it was time for the pure title, Wheeler Utah versus Shibata. And uh, I think a lot of people, again, went into this oh, surprising results on this show, thinking, well, this will be a nice, you know, another showcase a la when he fought Orange Cassidy uh, for Katsuyori Shibata. Um, not the case, though, although we did get Mox coming out with Utah. I mean, he may have played into things later on, but that was uh, not the case. Um, yeah, Shibata, despite despite Dave Meltzer's theory on, on what happened to him previously, let's say, he, uh, he does not mess about in there. You could hear his strikes from the bathrooms, basically. He was just elbowing and beating and kicking the crap out of poor Wheeler Yuta here. Um, and the no-sell spot, where Wheelie Ute was just putting everything into these chops and Shibata wasn't just walking through them. He was arguably inviting more of them onto him. Uh, was a, a joy to behold. Ute did take over at one point, courtesy of a low blow as the referee was distracted. Um, but Shibata controlled the majority of this match, wrestling the match you would expect from Katsuyori Shibata. Even had Wheelie Ute beat and pulled him up so he could... Check my notes. Yes, beat him up with strong style a little bit more. Uh, Utah spit in his face. Not the best idea that. Um, and basically, Katsuyori Shibata choked out uh, Wheeler Utah and then sort of sat him up for a huge punk kick. Lights gone again uh, to get the victory and become the pure champion. I just, I just wish there was another really technically gifted wrestler within the Blackpool Combat Club that maybe could challenge Katsuyori Shibata for that title. There we go. Right, main event time. Oh, and up for that, obviously. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata winning the pure title. And it was main event time. Ring of Honor World Championship. Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston, who was fizzing from moment one, basically. Um... He at one point got knocked out of the ring by a particularly hard-looking European uppercut by Claudio and decided to just bring a chair into the match at that point before the referee reminded him. Probably not the best idea to do that in a world title match. Um, but yeah, they, they, these two just desperately wanted to get their hands on each other. There was, there was barely a moment's break. At one point, uh, Eddie Kingston was sort of slumped in the ropes, sort of in a, effectively in like a 6-1-9 position. But, Eddie, uh, but Claudio was on the outside and he dragged him through the ropes and just slammed him on the floor. And it was very close to being a dangerous looking spot there. Uh, but these two work so well together. Um, Claudio did this big swing on Eddie, but tweaked his knee and gave a Kingston away back into it. Um, just huge, big strike exchanges between these two men. They were not holding anything back. Um... And Eddie Kingston, I'm not sure if I mixed mixed up two spots here, so do I do apologise. I think at one point he, well, he got a near fall off the hurricane, uh, the, the spinning back fist that he did, and then later on he went for it again, and there was just nothing behind it. And Claudio sort of laughed it off, thinking that he had this this match won, and then Kingston just summoned it all up and nailed him a second time with it. Um, Eddie kicked out from a, a flying European uppercut when it thought looked like all was going to be lost. And um, then Claudio got him in a choke and sort of swung him around. And he thought, OK, well, well, that's it. But the noise, the noise that this crowd made as, as Eddie Kingston kicked out one after the choke swing, as I've called it here, was uh, was really something else. And you thought, this is it. This is the time. Eddie Kingston is finally going to win the big one. And then... It was just 
technical brilliance from Claudio that allowed him to retain his world title. Kingston reversed a powerbomb, put him in a cradle, but Claudio reversed the cradle, got the one, two, three. Eddie Kingston devastated. Claudio retains the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, and that match gets an up as well. Just a really enjoyable three-hour show, this. Uh, well worth checking out if you get a chance across WrestleMania weekend. I'd love to know your thoughts on it as well uh, in the comment section or on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can find me on there at Adam Wilborn. Normal service will resume this weekend, of course. Uh, we've got lots more to cover. We've got uh, NXT Stand and Deliver uh, coming as well as Night 1, Night 2 and the Raw after WrestleMania 39, Simon Miller taking care of the ups and downs for the majority of those. But I said, let, let us know your thoughts in the comments section. Thanks for watching. Oh, I should forget. I almost forgot to say uh, after the match finished, it looked like the Blackpool Combat Club, or at least Utah and Claudio were about to attack Eddie Kingston. But who should come out to make the save? But new Ring of Honor pure champion, Katsuyori Shibata. And then the show ended with Eddie Kingston asking, are we still on pay-per-view? And when he was told yes, he said, okay, f- Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.